Okay, what is going on, guys? So tonight on Inspired with uh, Cameron Stevens, we are joined by one of Western Canada's craziest, best, most athletic men. This dude is one of the most awesome in-ring performers, one of the most awesome dudes I've ever speak uh, spoken to in the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, Heavy Chevy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Kevy Chevy here. The Winnipeg Beach bad boy is in the house. What's going on, Cameron? How are you? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. Solid, uh, man. I'm glad to have you here on the program. Uh, I'm glad to be here. So, <laughs> I suppose uh, to start things off, um, when we speak of inspirations we have, especially uh, personally and then professionally, um, there was always something that helps us keep going, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Who and what would you say that was for you? Uh, personally, inspiration-wise, would be my grandfather and my father. They were both uh, strong men. You know, they were persevered. You know, they were... They're all crippled up by arthritis, but they still pushed through and they still provided for their families and stuff. So that's a real inspiration for me growing up with my dad. He'd always take me out fishing and hunting and stuff, you know, and, and my grandpa, uh, towards the end there, we were just uh, helping him around the house. And, you know, he's, he's, he was a good guy, you know, just, he was a really big inspiration for me to this day still. So yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're awesome dudes. So. Yeah, but what really inspired me to get into wrestling was my grandmother on my uh, mother's side. She would sit me down in front of the TV on Saturday mornings and watch Superstars just before her uh, soap operas. So yeah. I'd sit there and I'd watch Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man. You know, I was like, I'm going to do that when I get up, when I uh, get up, <laughs> when I grow older. I was like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, those, uh, those, uh, yeah, my grandma, too, yeah, three, three, three big inspirations in my life, you know. It's awesome. That's uh, that's great, man. And Fuck yeah. so when uh, when your grandmother would sit you in front of the TV with uh, with superstars on, uh, who were uh, who were some of your favorites at the time? Who were some of her favorites at the time? Oh, my mom loved uh, Macho Man. She's like, I love his raspy voice. It sounds so awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd sit there. But for me at that time was Hulk Hogan. He was really big. He's like showed that he could persevere through anything. And uh, it was just, it was awesome. Uh, I always looked up to that guy and it was like, uh, it was a real shocker when I got older and they turned and went to the NWO. I was like, man. But I said, at that time I was older, so I liked it also. So it's like, it's like, this is freaking cool. But yeah. It was, uh, yeah, mostly Hulkster and a little bit Ultimate Warrior, but he wasn't around long enough to get, like, really, you know, to, like, uh, inspire me, if you will. So, yeah, it was, like, yeah. It was, it was a Hulkster when growing up. And then as I got older, it went to a more athletic uh, side of wrestling, like Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. And, yeah. And then uh, as I even got older, it went up to uh, Masawa and Kobashi and those guys and Kenta and, yeah. So what would you say uh, helped um, evolve your fandom from starting at a Hulk Hogan and absolutely loving everything 
doing being a full-blown Hulkamaniac yeah. to uh, the, I'm going to say, 80s, 90s Japan style of Misawa and uh, that whole group. How did that... Just, uh, just a purifical, like, like, like the strong style of wrestling, just kind of like uh, basically... You know, it, it, the strong style of rest. The strong style of wrestling was really like uh, kind of more of my style, I guess, because it was more Smash Mouth, more uh, gritty, a little bit more intense and stuff. It just it just showed that it drew, drew out a lot of emotion from the crowd when you were watching. It drew emotion out of me when I was watching it. So I'd see like uh, uh, Masawa and uh, Kobashi in '97 when they did those spots off the stage and stuff. I was like, man, this is freaking crazy. I, I love this. This is awesome. You know, I want to kind of like take uh, take after them and kind of like incorporate it into my style of wrestling. So, yeah, as I, I said, started getting older and eventually got into wrestling. I was like, yeah, I, I want to incorporate uh, air, air, uh, athleticism. Uh, or, or like flying all over high flying and a little bit of technicality, you know, with the suplexes and the holds and stuff. So, you know, I just had like, I had a lot of stuff on my plate. So I was like, I want to be like this chameleon. Oh yeah. I want to evolve with my surroundings. I want to be able to adapt to any kind of wrestler that I wrestle with. And, you know, maybe if not mimic their moves, but be able to keep up with them, you know? So yeah, earlier in my, yeah, earlier on my career was very like, uh, I was trying to like, Everybody I wrestle, I try to like see what they could do and, you know, try to be on par with them, if not try to, you know, outdo them. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's awesome. So I, for the heavy Chevy person, what would you say was the biggest influence for Kevy Chevy? For Kevy Chevy? Well, uh, when I first started, I was just, just uh, uh, you know, cut and dry baby face. I was like, yeah, here we go. Fire up, baby. You know? <laughs> Let's go. And uh, that's, that's, fuck. sorry if I swore, but that's fucking the, the, the <laughs> furthest from who I am. So I was like, I didn't feel comfortable when I first started. I first started as, I, well, I, I started off as Max Black which was a persona given to me by uh, one of the promoters or no, one of the bookers at the time, Big Cliff Corleone and his uh, old lady. So it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting to start off. I was wearing face paint and stuff when I first started. So it was very, uh, I don't know. It, it just wasn't me. Right. So I was, I was like, uh, they wanted me to act like this big menacing, scary freaking, you know, asshole. Hey, chill out. But <laughs> Hey, come here. But yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> it was interesting to start off in that aspect. And I, as I got uh, as I got more comfortable with my surroundings and inside the ring, I was uh, I was very uh, I was like, man, this isn't me. I don't I don't feel like this is me. I don't feel like this is who I want to continue to be as a as an individual and or in the ring at least. So then I was I was I was starting to do like more athletic stuff. Because I was a bigger guy, they're like, "Oh, you don't have to do that, brother. You don't have to do that, brother. Kick and punch, choke slam, brother." You know, I was like, yeah. "But I, 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 I can do this stuff. I can do moonsaults off the top rope and land on my feet. I can do dives to the floor. I can do 
<laughs> all this athletic stuff. And uh, I, I think at the time they were just kind of like trying to get me into this, this little niche, I guess they wanted me to pers- uh, pursue. They wanted me to yep. be this, yeah, like this, this brawler basically. And I was like, well, I, I could do all this cool shit and I could be athletic. Why don't you let me do that? And then I just kind of just started doing it just because I wanted to, but I was a bad guy at that time, which is ass backwards. Cause it turns around to like, I go, I'm a bad guy. Then I'm a baby face. Then I'm fucking like, you know, they're all over the place with their booking. So anyways, oh. let's get on to, let's get on to Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I asked him, like, hey, man, can I, can I break away from this group that I'm with? Because it was just a bunch of freaking jabronis, like fucking dinks, right? And I was like, so I, I went off on my own. I started, uh, yeah, I just, I was like, Kevy Chevy, you know, like fucking, I, it, was a, it was a high school nickname because it played hockey and stuff. And I'd run people over like a Chevy, right? So, and I was I, like, even in hockey, I was throwing my body around and being very physical. So I was like, wrestling's just right up my alley. And uh, yeah, I just. I, uh, I, I got into wrestling and yeah, and, uh, yeah, Kevy Chevy was uh, a, a product of me basically being me to the point of where it was like, okay, now I've got to be me 20 times, you know, 20 times a person personality that I have. And I just kind of amped it up and I come off, I came off as this arrogant, uh, better than you dickhead. So that's what I was doing for a little bit. And I did that for a bit. And then I started, then I started to go away from that. And I evolved into this smash mouth wrestler who, <laughs> you know, is not afraid to step up and take a challenge and, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. And right now I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of like, uh, I can't explain it. They got me doing stuff where I'm like, I'm supposed to be a good guy, but. I'm still doing bad guy shit. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like in between there. I'm kind of like the gray, the gray matter of wrestling right now. So, but yeah. That's awesome, man. And Fuck, I yeah. seen a little bit of, uh, a little bit of your, uh, WPW work, uh, Ooh. King Chevy. Uh, where, oh, yeah. uh, where did that uh, come from? Was, uh... uh, that came from, I believe that came from, uh, James Mitchell. Uh, Vinko, he's known, the Ukrainian sex machine here in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, by the way, it's a nice smoky day here in Winnipeg. It's very nice, very nice weather. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I actually, yeah, he just he just came with me one, uh, one night, and we just hang, hung out, went for a couple of beverages, and then he's like, oh, I have this idea, you should come out with, come out as Kevy, King Kevy Chevy. I'm like, okay, well, what am I doing? He's like, you're basically being a you're basically being a bully and i'm like okay because like wpw is uh it's like a i don't know i can't explain it's like uh wrestling for everybody but then like my character doesn't really fit in that 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 king character doesn't really fit in it because i think wrestling is only supposed to be for a king and a king's supposed to dominate his kingdom right so (laughs) so then it just turned into this big you know this uh, thing where he's like, oh yeah, we're we're your crown and you're king of Winnipeg and stuff like that. And, uh, it was it was going really well until this pa- this pan started. Oh no, let's not call it that. Let's uh, let's call it uh, because you might get taken down. Let's call it uh, uh let's w- 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 let's call it the uh, NSYNC tour. When the NSYNC tour started, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> uh, 
everything just kind of like, yeah, everybody's just like, nope, we're not going. We're, we can't go out. The NSYNC, the NSYNC tour started. So I was like, okay. And uh, so. Fans are in the comments hot as hell right now. <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, so yeah, so then uh, the, they, the NSYNC went on tour and it was, you know, everything shut down. And yeah, we, we kind of stifled whatever kind of momentum WPW was ha- having there. And uh, right now, we're, they're just kind of like, I guess they're kind of, uh, they still have a strong uh, social media presence. So that kind of helps them kind of staying like relevant right now. So, but who knows, man, we're opening up here. We just got a thing saying today that, uh, you know, the NSYNC tour is settled down a little bit. So the, uh, the mask mandate and sides are easing up. So uh, we're, we're starting to loosen up here a bit here in Winnipeg. So. But yeah, WP. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. We'll be seeing Kevy Chevy in the ring soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I'll be. Uh, I believe. Well, we did. We were doing TV tape. Hey, calm down. We were doing TV tapings and stuff. Actually, yeah. we have an eye pay per view on August twenty eighth at Lilac Reserve or uh, Re- Resort Reserve. I was gonna call it Lilac Reserve, <laughs> Lilac uh, Resort, and it's gonna be eye pay per view. Uh, facing Danny Duggan for that in there, so oh, it should be a fun, should be a fun match. <laughs> you said that was on iPay-per-view, right? Yeah, iPay-per-view. So you can buy it. At, you can buy it on Facebook. You can buy it on YouTube. So <coughs> yeah, and that's for that CWE, correct? Yeah, CWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Frick. Ooh. Hey. Calm down. Chill. Chill. And what did you say the date on that was? August 28th. Yeah. 7.30 pre-show and then uh, 8 o'clock start time. It's in uh, St. Anne's, Manitoba, I believe. Yeah, St. Anne's, yeah. Just outside of Winnipeg. Quick little drive. Oh, yeah. And I'm just yep. going to flash that up on the screen here for anybody who wants to uh, write that down. Uh, make sure to check out that uh, that pay per view, the I pay per view yeah. CWE Canadians Wrestling or Canadian Wrestling's Elite Heavy Chevy versus Danny Duggan is going to be one hell of a match, and <laughs> I can only imagine what the rest of the cards looking like with uh, with that on top of it. So yeah, definitely it's be check good. that out. Yeah, we also have a show on Shaw in Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba. It's nine o'clock on uh, Fridays. So if you get a chance, check it out. We have some uh, episodes that are up there. Uh, Danny's already plug, always plugging it anyway. So you see it wherever you look on social media. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So, Those are pretty uh, much my inspirations. Yeah, go ahead. So going back to. Uh... Some early inspirations. You said you played uh, hockey before uh, when you were younger, and that kind of yeah. at least na- in name inspired uh, Kevy Chevy. Yeah. Uh, what got you in hockey? Uh, well, at the time, it was like I was very athletic. I was playing high school basketball also at the time, so it was kind of like might as well play hockey too, you know. And uh, but hockey was a little bit more up my alley, and it was more physical. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah, and uh, you know, but <clears throat> I was just playing D, so I was never really, I never really uh, exhaled super like uh, uh, in that in that field. So I was like, uh, you know, hockey's a good thing to keep me in shape. It's good. It's a good way to keep stay in shape. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was fun. Did it for a year or two, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is enough of that. And then once as soon as I turned eighteen, bam, I was like wrestling. Let's wrestle. And I, uh, yeah, and I started off and yeah, it's, that was 2003. Holy crap. Yeah. 2003. <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah. Two more years. I'll be doing this for 20 years. And it doesn't, you know what, when you start in a wrestling business, it doesn't feel like time goes by super slow because you're, you're either doing something or you're involved in something or you're traveling. Hey, chill out. But, you know, it just feels like feels like time just freaking fades away, man. You know, before you know it, you're you're freaking you're 36 and you got two bum knees. <laughs> but you know what? If I had to, if I had to go back and, you know, uh, do it all over again, I'd still do it, you know, because that's how much I was. That's how much I love wrestling that I just, you know, I love being a part of it. I love being, you know, in the back with the boys and. You know, you, you create a lot of good friendships and a lot of good uh, uh, business kind of transactions in the back. So, but yeah, man, I wouldn't trade it for nothing, man. I'd do it all over again. No. <laughs> I love to hear it, man. Um, Fuck yeah. So with your early days starting wrestling, um, who were your... Who were the guys that brought you in? Who were your trainers? Where did you start? Uh, um, basically, I, I started on my, I basically started on my own. I didn't know there was independent wrestling in Winnipeg at all. There was like no uh, presence. There was no like, hey, you know, there's wrestling going on here or there's wrestling going on there. And being a young guy, I was kind of like looking around, and I, I finally found something in the basically in the yellow pages of my phone book that said. Uh, oh, call the wrestling hotline and see when the next wrestling shows were. And I was ran by Wayne Stanton of River City Wrestling. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll phone, I'll phone Wayne and see what's going on. And I, I uh, got in touch and I figured out uh, when, the, when the shows were. And I, I'd go down and, uh, you know, I just went up to the promoter, Wayne, and was like, hey, Wayne, I, I'm very interested in becoming a professional wrestler. How would I go about doing that? Uh, just basically, well, uh, let me see uh, I think, uh, well, let's, let's get you setting up and tearing down the ring first. And I was like, all right, let's do that. So I go, uh, I'd show up to the shows and set up, tear down. And, you know, before the shows, I'd fuck around in the ring and, you know, just do some shit, like roll around or take bumps and shit. And just kind of like try to get used to amalgamated to the freaking ring right so it's it's kind of and then finally uh somebody saw me doing shit in the ring and they're like hey man like, do you need some help and it's like yes please thank you so big cliff helped me out uh in my in my technicality of wrestling he just taught me how to lock up and do all that stuff chain around a little bit and stuff so yeah it was uh it was an interesting i, I had a plethora of, of people who helped me out and trained me basically as i was younger it's hard to name all those people, but Big Cliff, uh, fucking, hey, calm down, uh, uh, Big Cliff, uh, there's Mad Mad Muir who helped me out a bit, 
Uh, and then as I got older, uh, I basically took all their training and uh, I started just wrestling all over the place with, uh, with Wayne. And then I started traveling outside of my promotion, which is a big no-no, bad, bad back in the day, you know? You're supposed to be uh, freaking, you're supposed to be with us. It felt like I was in a, a second relationship. <laughs> the promoter is like, well, why are you going out and making money when you could be here? And I'm like, well, I kind of want to go out. And this is basically, that's basically what I want to do. Well, be able to support myself while wrestling, you know, that would be the fucking dream. And I was like, well, you know, these pay me this much to do all these shots. So I'm doing them. And then he's like, oh, okay, well, and you know, then, then you get put on a back burner in that promotion. So you're kind of doing jobs there when you come home. So it's kind of like, okay. And then, uh, but yeah, it was, it, like, it, it's always been like a, <laughs> the Winnipeg scene has always been a little fickle because they like, they like when I first started, they're like wrestle for me and nobody else. And that's it. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to learn from wrestling the same fucking dinks every, every other week? You know, I got to freaking, I got to evolve as a, as a uh, performer and travel outside of my, outside of my home to get better. Right. And then that, once I started traveling outside, I wrestled Carrie Brown. I wrestled Eddie Watts. I wrestled Chi Chi Cruz. I wrestled massive damage. You know, those guys have been around since when I started, they were already around like 15, 18 years, you know? So I was just learning from those guys. And I was like, and I was picking shit up quick. So I come back to my home promotion and the guys who were struggling with shit, I'd be like, Hey man, I, I was taught this and how to do this this way. Maybe can I show you how to do it this way? And then they're like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, and then it just turned into this, this locomotive that just kept going and I just kept learning. And I was basically like a freaking my, my, my brain was a sponge. It's just absorbing all that, all that knowledge from those, those, uh, those veterans. Right. And then it, sh- it started showing in my work. And then, uh, yeah. And then I was just like going around. Then I, then I basically like in 2000, I believe 2008, 2008 or seven, I went and trained with Johnny Devine for AWE and, uh, all, all action wrestling entertainment ran by Mike Davidson and Jeff Dick. So I went and did that and Johnny Devine trained me for like five months and like he basically he's showing me showing uh me danny stefan epic and aj sanchez basically rebuilding our rebuilding our our, our work, work ethic and rebuilding our our uh our, our technical side of wrestling so everything was basically polishing uh, us up and making us more crisp as we went along so yeah it was uh it was awesome like starting starting well starting with uh, rcw made me appreciate wrestling more because as 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 i evolved as a wrestler i saw that you know like you know there's there i could be with a certain group of people and it will suck but then you can like get better and move past that and evolve right so yeah absolutely. yeah yeah but that was my basically my first five years of wrestling just right there just going and getting better and and I still get better to this day. I always try to learn new things and try to do, uh, because like once you think you know it all, then just give up, just stop wrestling. Because yeah. like, once you think you, once you think you're a know-it-all and you're like, Oh man, I know everything. Like just fucking leave. You know, the people, the people like that, like, uh, become stagnant and they become like, you know, they become boring to watch and they just fucking, you know, they're happy. They're content with what they do in the ring. 
And that's not, that's not what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be always learning, like pushing your boundaries, like stepping out of your comfort zone. You know? Oh, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your in-ring style is very balls to the wall, very, uh, hard hitting. Yeah. Who would you say are some of your biggest inspirations for your in-ring style? Uh, my in-ring style, uh, I would like to contribute to uh, Masawa. His strikes are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenta, uh, Kenta for his suplexes and stuff. and uh, Or even uh, fucking uh, Kawada was really good with his strikes too. So like Kawada, Masawa, uh, I love their striking style. And... Uh, yeah, and Kenta was very like passionate too. He he like he basically he was he did he's he turned from went from Hulk Hogan to Shawn Michaels for passion, and then right like to uh, Kobashi to show his like grit and his determination and his passion for wrestling. So like I I, I kind of like pick 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 cherry pick from them a little bit and try to like you know show that in my work. Uh, I also I also loved. Uh, I just take, uh, yeah, I just pick from people. I like that Vader could do a moonsault. That inspired me very, a lot too. Like, I was like, fuck, that guy's a big dude. Like, if he could do it, I could probably do it, you know? And, uh, yeah. So, like, growing up, I, yeah, like I said, I'm just like athletic because I've done sports and stuff. And, like, you know, and it helps that I'm flexible too because it's, it's helped me stay, uh, like, uh, deter injuries as I went along. But like as I now I'm getting older, I'm getting fucking I'm getting injured like every other match. So I'm kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like I, uh, I I I love the way I wrestle and I love the way that I have that intensity. But yeah. like my body right now is trying to tell me like, hey man, you're fucking getting old. <laughs> like my mind is willing, but the the flesh is soft and spongy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's I, I inspire like that. That's who inspired my in in ring work and stuff like that. And I also watch a lot of wrestling, like new age wrestling now. So I'm uh, I'm trying to like evolve with the times. Like I see something fucking cool, and obviously I'm like, man, I would like to fucking try something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. So with the wrestling landscape, what it is these days. Where do you see Kevy Chevy potentially in the next four to five years? Oh, wait, the slate. What in the world is going on? Something has gone messy on my end, Chev. Hold on one second, brother. This is... There we go. Boop. Hey, check, check. Perfect. Better? There you go. Yep. I fucking mute my mic. I was trying to fix my camera. I thought it was on my end. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. Uh... Yeah, four or five years. I you know I, I really like uh, traveling with wrestling, and I, I, I still see myself contributing to the business, even if it's not in the ring. 
I, I really like to get into the backstage aspect and help put matches together or whatever it may be, or help book, book, a, book an angle or a show and stuff like that. Um, I, I really like to just stay around and perform to my, the best of my ability as long as they can. Right. But everybody has, a, everybody has a fucking bump card. And when that bump card is stamped, man, that's basically it. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to be a freaking sixty-five-year-old man taking backdrop drivers on the apron, you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, when it's that time when I can't, when I can't physically do what I, I really love to do, like what, like by, with my dives and my moon salts and my, you know, when when that when that starts to sh- starts to show my work, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I think I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a backseat, but I'm still going to be around, you know. I think I'm, I still have a lot to contribute contribute to wrestling after after the physical 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 part of it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Did you ever Should have any uh, thoughts about training? Uh, I've dabbled in training and stuff like that. AJ has like the elite uh, training or wrestling academy, I think it's called, right now in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So if you want to become a professional wrestler, head on down to Winnipeg. AJ Sanchez would take good care of you. Um, We've been, uh, yeah, I've been dabbling with the training and stuff, just trying to like pass on my knowledge to the people who are coming in and showing them a little bit of a harder work work ethic as they come in and, you know, not to be so soft or, oh, sorry. I mean, uh, ah, fuck, I got a word this right. I'm going to get shit if I say something stupid. I want to show that, (laughs) I want to teach the people that are coming in right now that just because you get a little bop, boop, does it mean, oh, that guy's fucking out to get me or that guy's out to kill me or potato me, right? You know, it Absolutely. slips and slips and spills happen in the wrestling business. And, you know, let it, like some people are being very, some people could be uh, like legitimately trying to hurt other people, but that, you know, that's, that's them being dinks, right? And it happens and you just got to learn how to protect yourself, right? And as you get in there and you're doing the training, you, 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 under, you got to understand that there's people who have uh, agendas and what they're trying to do. And there's people who want to help you learn and evolve and, you know, become a better worker. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking to, uh, to all of that, um, with Kevy Chevy's current landscape, we'll be seeing you, all over CWE. Is there anywhere uh, anywhere else we'll be seeing you potentially coming up soon? Uh, potentially. I like to head out back west. Um, just when our my dates and stuff line up, I would like to head out that way and just be like, you know, a, a bigger presence in Alberta. As well, that was always always my plan, just to be like a bigger presence in Alberta. But when I get when I get there, it's kind of like I'm usually thrown on somewhere. They're like, "Oh yeah, just go out there and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Okay, well, can you give me a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more of a, a clue to what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, like what's my what's my mission here?" You yeah, know? absolutely. But yeah, you know, I'm. Uh, I would really like to get like more involved in the yeah, like the story wise out there, and you know. Just keep going out when I can make it possible. But with with the pan with the oh, oh, with the NSYNC tour s- slowing down, I just gotta uh, I gotta like figure out how to you know how to incorporate that into my day to day life. Oh no! Oh, 
Yeah. Um. That's awesome. So, uh, it looks like you're froze up there, Chev. Is there... Okay, so not hundred percent sure what's going on with Chev's uh with Chevy's uh side of this stream here. It looks like you went a little uh what you call it, um froze. But let's see if we can get uh either Chevy rejoined or uh we'll Call the episode one of the two. I'll give him a couple uh, couple minutes to get back in here now. Uh, but in the meantime, while we're uh, we're waiting for Chev, We're getting a message from the man here now. Uh, but yeah, while you're... Uh... Oh, technical issues, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, however... Uh, oh, looks like, uh, looks like Chev Man is back. <laughs> Sorry about that. My phone overheated. It's freaking hot out here. Yes, it looks like it's uh it's nice weather today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna head back in. I'm gonna head inside here so it's a little cooler. Ooh. There we go. Ooh. All right. Whew. Yeah, it's freaking hot. All right. Absolutely. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Getting this air conditioned area here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Especially yeah. on those hot days, he needs the air conditioning. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, man, that's what I that's what I want to do. I want to get out in Alberta. So. Alberta, I'm coming for you. <laughs> so speaking of Alberta, um, it's looking like soon-ish I'll be making my way out there as well. Oh, we got to link up. You got to tell me when you're going. I'll make, I'll make it my I'll make it my mission to meet up with you out there. Absolutely. And uh I've got an idea cuz uh mm -hmm. are you aware of the uh Can-Am startup again? Uh yeah, I was I was uh, um yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. So I was thinking about going heading out that way, but uh, things didn't things didn't pan out. So, yeah, for sure. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there's going to be something coming up in August Ooh. coming up this month. Ooh. So, uh, I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely let them know uh, that the one and only Kevy Chevy is wanting to make <laughs> way, uh, into Alberta because I'm yeah. sure they'd love to have you. For sure, that'd be great. 
Chevy is, uh, man, I'll be honest. You're one of the guys when I first came in that everyone's like, okay, watch Chevy. Watch Chevy. Watch Chevy. <laughs> Solid. And honestly, man, I'm glad I did. You are one of, like I said, you're one of the better guys out this way. Um, Thank you. Honestly, I appreciate that. The fact that you're in Canada kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's hard because like my home base is Winnipeg, and there's like nothing for like hours from Winnipeg. Yeah. Unless you go down south, and down south is closed. And but before before all this uh, before the NSYNC, NSYNC tours hap, uh, started, it was uh, I was going down regularly into the states. So I was like, I started to build momentum, and then. Fucking Justin and his buddies there fucking took over. <laughs> yeah, I seen. Uh, well, I seen you were doing a good few uh, few dates out in uh, in the states, and you had uh, that tag team thing on the go. How long ago was that? Uh, that uh, oh. tag team. Oh fuck! Uh, last, yeah, last. I think just before they shut everything down last March, and then yeah, that, then yeah. I was I was getting wicked momentum. I had a good story going on down there, and everything just went, so. But yeah, last March two thousand twenty was last last time I've been down there. So, but they're talking about opening the borders again. So I'm gonna start. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start leaning into that. Hopefully, we'll but, see yeah. uh, Kevy Chevy down south. Frick yeah, be awesome. Good shit. Yeah. Absolutely, Sorry. man. Um, going back to the absolute start of the conversation. Yeah. All the way back. All the way back. So. We call it a, a callback. Absolutely. So going through all <laughs> of your um, experiences with professional wrestling and just life in general, how would you say the lessons you're – uh, grandfather and your parents and your grandmother all helped teach you and help you like how did those lessons help you get through your uh, own personal struggles yeah just just taught me to you know sometimes you sometimes things go your way and you be ecstatic about it and the other times you eat shit right and you just got to persevere and push through it and you know it's not always going to be the same uh the next day or the day after that or the day after that, right? Everything's going to change. Yeah, everything's about evolving your character as a person and in the ring. And you just got to, you know, step up your game when things are shitty, you know, just kind of write it off and move on to the next day, you know? Keep on pushing forward. Even when you feel like, even when you feel like that day might be your last day, it's not. Just, you know, keep going. Things will only get better. You know, when you're at the bottom, the only way to go is up, right? Absolutely. And I've been in many of those situations, so yeah, yeah. And I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Heavy yeah. Chevy's still kicking it and uh, doing crazy <laughs> shit, so <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh well that really speaks to uh a big part of what this show is all about is 
Uh, I like to bring on a lot of guys and we talk about uh, who and what inspired us, the, the lessons that uh, the people who inspired us taught us, because yeah. in a lot of ways, we're in a position now that we're able to inspire the next generation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's and, exactly what I'm that's basically at the point of my life where I'm trying to make sure that everybody who comes in after me uh, understands that, you know, you have to uh, give 110%. That's why I was installed as I was training. Uh, you know, go out there and give it your all. Don't ever, don't ever, even if it's in front of 10 people or it's in front of 10,000 people, right? You have to show, uh, you know, that you know what you're doing and you want to impress the people that are there, even if it is only 10 people. I wrestled Danny one time in front of five people in Notre Dame Delords for 45 minutes. And those people were like, wow, that was a really good physical match. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, you know, it, it, those five people were like, well, come back and watch wrestling again. So I was like, all right, well, tell, tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. tell 10 more people and tell 10 more people, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, wrestling is so funny sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, it is. And sometimes those really small crowds are some of the better shows too. Oh yeah, for sure. Like everybody picks up their game when there's like, they, cause they want more people in the building. Right. And so they're like, yeah, let's up it up, up the ampage a little bit here. And let's show these people that they're who let's make these people talk about this for the next month and be like, wow, like, holy moly. Like you guys missed out. You guys should have been there. Like that's really, you know, so, and that's how things you, that's how usually like you, even though we have social media and all this stuff, we can say all this, like, Oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, until you're there and you're experiencing it, you don't really understand what's going on. Even if you're a first time fan, or even if you're a fan since WrestleMania one, you come and watch a live show and it's, leaps and bounds of what you thought it was going to be right people are like wow like this is you know this is pretty uh intense and funny and you know emotional and, you know it could be that's the thing it's like live art for me it's like you could do you could go in there you could pre you could change your persona to whatever you want and you could like own that persona and you know you could be a you could be a comedian you could be you know, you could be uh, dramatic, you could be intense, you could be, you know, you could be anything you want when you get in those ropes. That's why I want to make sure everybody understands that when they start wrestling, that they don't have to be in their little clique or be clicked up with their friends and only catering to one certain fan. You could, you could, you could broaden your horizons and be, you know, everybody wants to see you. That's, that's basically what you want, right? So, absolutely. Yeah. Don't become stagnant. Don't freaking, you know, don't be held down. You know, go out there. Go out there and travel, man. Get get seen by everybody. Why get? Why only get seen by the same 50 people every month, you know? Oh, 100%. And yeah. that's, uh, that's something that a lot of guys uh, have they get comfortable. A, yeah. struggle doing sometimes. But... Uh, Fortunately, with uh, with borders and stuff opening up here, uh, the InSync tour is uh, coming to a close, uh, coming yeah. soon, yeah. and uh, the boys will be separating, and everyone will be able to travel it every uh, which way again. Thankfully, yeah, um, yeah. yeah man, and everything uh, hopefully goes back to normal, as normal as the world can be. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, Chev. Is there uh, anything that you uh, want to plug? Uh, follow me on Kevy Chevy, capital W, capital P, capital G, uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm also on Instagram under Kevin Fontaine, 1985. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Come check out a CWE show if you're in the area. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, if you want to become a trainee, uh, hit up AJ Sanchez. AJ Sanchez is running a wrestling school. If you want to follow your all your inspirations <laughs> inspired inspired come and get inspired at all elite wrestling training academy <laughs> but yeah man yeah that's pretty much it it's been a pleasure doing this for uh with you and uh yeah hopefully i'll see you in the near future and we'll get together and have ourselves a little bit of a time absolutely brother it sounds like <laughs> a great time hopefully uh we can have an in-ring time, out-of-ring time, all oh, kinds of times. Fuck yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, I'm going to do the regular uh, same old shit I always do, plugging all the stuff. Nice. Uh, so it, to find everything that I do, uh, Linktree slash TSP Cameron Stevens, that is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash TSP Cameron Stevens, and you'll find all kinds of shit there between my website, my pro wrestling tea store, which is currently over fucking loaded with designs. Ooh. I've got what a little bit over 30 designs on there now. Oh shit. Um, absolutely. Plus the uh, shoot video message thing they have on the go oh, there so now, uh, all the social medias check out inspired, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, any of the socials you can check it out on spotify google podcast the whole nine yards whether you want to watch the podcast listen to the podcast all the options are there check out my socials i got the links for uh the family the links for can-am the links for new evolution wrestling and yeah basically anything connected with the steel panther cameron stevens is going to be on that link tree you'll find it all uh with that link very easy to go and yeah <laughs> so yeah. Chevy, it was awesome having you on here for and sure man uh, whenever uh whenever i get uh, my other podcasts situated we can uh we can have you on one of those as well oh yeah i like to indulge in a little bit of uh a little bit more of a skeevy stories if you know what i mean but i i have i have lots of those don't you worry about that if you ever do a uh, r-rated podcast i mean I'm very much interested in that. So, okay, well, I'll make sure uh, I'll make sure we can arrange that because I can imagine that'll uh, that'll get one hell of a uh, one hell of a response. <laughs> sure will. Awesome, Solid. brother. It was Thanks, great man. Having you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Talk check to you out later. Chevy all over the internet and check out CWE. Watch Chevy do his thing. Um, and yeah, on the what is it? The there you go, uh, August twenty eighth. Yeah, August twenty eighth. Yep, check us yeah. out. It's gonna be August twenty eighth. Canadian Wrestling's Elite Eye Pay Per View. Watch Kevy Chevy versus Danny Duggan. Who knows? It's be a good one. Who knows Who what's knows gonna happen? Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, Duggan will be. Uh, Getting in the Chevy Impala and uh, oh, maybe he will, yeah, and we'll have a new yeah. champion. Maybe 
Maybe you'll have a new champion. Who knows? Hey, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Nice talking to you, man. Nice seeing you people. Please check out Inspired. Inspired the Bomb Digs. Come back. Talk to you later, Stevens. Absolutely, brother. Peace. Everyone, thank you for checking out the show.